Broadcasting live to New York, Bloomberg 11.0. To Washington, D.C., Bloomberg 99.1. To Boston, Bloomberg 1200. To San Francisco, Bloomberg 960. To the country, Sirius XM Channel 119. And around the globe, the Bloomberg Radio Plus app and Bloomberg.com. This is Bloomberg Surveillance. Hey, good morning. I'm Karen Moscow, along with Tom Keen and Michael McKee. And the opening bell brought to you by SCI. Have evolving investor and regulatory demands affected your investment firm's operational readiness? Imagine transforming your business with SCI's global platform at SCIC.com slash imagine. And stocks are higher at the open. The S&P 500 up to tenths percent or three points to 1933. Dow Jones Industrial Average up to tenths percent or 30 points to 16,515. The NASDAQ's up three-tenths percent or 12 points to 45.55. Ten-year Treasury up 7.30 seconds. The yield 1.72 percent. Yield on the two-year 0.72 percent. NYMEX crude oil down eight-tenths percent or 27 cents to 31.88 a barrel. COMEX gold is down six-tenths percent or $7.20 to 12.31.80 an ounce. And the euro, $1.0994. The yen won 12.86. Tom and Mike. Karen, thanks so much. He is upon us. Joseph Weisenthal, I, I noticed the success of Bloomberg Markets the other day, like Facebook follows and Twitter follows. It's really getting some traction. Yeah, it's great. Uh, you know, I think the um, the content that we produce at Bloomberg, the stories that we do, the TV, there's a, the t- there's a great appetite for it on the Internet. It, Sophisticated markets and economics commentary. People like it. Have you seen his entourage, Michael McKee? It stretches <laughs> halfway to Park Avenue. Uh, it's amazing yeah, what he's got going. Followers, it's yeah. more like. <laughs> the entourage on negative interest rates is extraordinary. Um, you, you say there's some calm out there. I don't see it because are we going to see from where you sit? Is there a prediction of ever more negative interest rates? Well, I just think it's striking how fast the conversation changes. I mean, I think that there are still anxieties about where this leads to, what it does to banks in the long term. But look, two weeks ago, you couldn't, uh, you know, swing a cat without seeing a story about markets revolting against negative interest rates, concerns that they were really bad for the economy. Now I haven't seen one in weeks. What's changed? Nothing. The only thing that's changed is that markets have gone up and so people have changed their story. But they're still with us. Um, I think one of the things that's really striking, the Japan 40-year government bond. I didn't even know until last night that Japan yeah. had a 40-year. <clears throat> Everyone knows there's a 30-year. The yield on the 40-year now has fallen below 1%. I mean, it seems conceivable that in a month we'll be back here talking about how Japan has negative rates out to 40 years. Absolutely extraordinary. A lot of this decline in yields coming since Japan, the Bank of Japan went to negative rates. They've got a bond that's going to mature in March of 2055. Tom will be there. And I'll be there. Flipping a coupon. Will you uh, will you take one percent on your money until <laughs> uh, 2055? Is that something? Uh, I remember to you? my grandfather. 95 basis points right now. My grandfather showing me his bond blotter the first time he got a three percent coupon, and he said that was unimaginable. Yeah. To get it was so, so you really wonder do we go back to that length of time? What are you observing about G20 this weekend? We've done very little yeah. on it. And it's Thursday, but is there any buzz other than it's a, a, a junket and a photo op? No. I mean, I think uh, a few weeks ago, some people had talked about this idea of some coordinated global currency intervention. That just seems so far fetched. It doesn't feel like. Anything on that front is going to happen. But 
you know, again, these ideas were put forth during what felt like a period of much more panic. I, it just doesn't feel like there's the political will, particularly in the United States, to have the Fed or any, or the Treasury or anyone else extend political capital to try to manipulate markets this way. So there might be some commentary about currencies, but right now it doesn't feel like we're going to get anything well, it's, major. It's internally inconsistent uh, in the sense that different countries want the dollar to go different ways for their own reasons, so it wouldn't wouldn't do anybody any good. But it does get to the point you were making with negative interest rates that a lot of this seems to be people who got so used to regulators or, or supervisors, the Fed, uh, saving them somehow yeah. that they can't imagine a world where they may be on their own. And so the minute the, the markets go down, mm-hmm. You got to do something for us. Yeah, and I think that's also one of the really sort of remarkable stories in the last several weeks, how calm the Fed has been during the panic. It never gave any strong hints of a backtrack. It's just been steady. Well, they keep saying the same thing, data dependent, data dependent. And uh, the Fed has never really given any inclination that – they're going to suddenly freeze up and reverse course or anything like if that. If you're just joining us, uh, Joe Weisenthal of Bloomberg Markets uh, with us across many platforms. Joe, this is an important question and timely for you. I'm on the war path about media types particularly, but a lot of other people as well, but media types who personalize the behavior idea mm. that the markets are, tell, quote, unquote, yes. telling institutions like the Fed, what to do. I, all of my theory in finance and investment says that is total malarkey. Yeah. You the, have lived this first at Business Insider and here, this personalization. Yes, the anthropomorphization of, of yeah. the markets is very strange. It's usually people projecting their own biases onto what they would like, and then they read that into uh, the markets. Look, obviously, investors have ideas. Investors have ideas about whether long or short. Investors want to see this policy or that policy. But then when it's all synthesized into a market, into a price, it's really ludicrous to say, oh, there's some clear signal. There's some clear message that markets are telling us. I think yeah. often that it's just it's, <clears throat> the idea is very strange to me. And Mike and I fight this every day, but but it's really come up recently. And, Mike, I think in a lot of conf- conversations, this idea that the market has a mind. <laughs> well, the market's out to get Stanley yeah. Fisher. Everybody keeps going back to the old formulation yeah. about how many recessions the market has called. And the Fed has – always oppose negative interest rates and how it ever became a meme that they would be considering it i have no idea yeah well i mean i think the fed is, uh takes an academic approach and they were asked is this something that you've studied and they, they said no. no well they i mean they they said yeah they said sure among <laughs> all the different ideas of course we've studied everything and then people took that as a message perhaps that it might be imminent but it doesn't feel like it especially Given how inconsistent that would be with the data, with the solid CPI data that we got last week, the ongoing jobs data, the idea that we're at some uh, risk of well, the Fed dramatically reversing course and going negative doesn't jibe on multiple levels. One minute. Gold. New bull market? What's the research? What are your 18 stories on this say? I, you know, the the research on gold says that it's basically all a function of real interest rates. And so if you think that we're going to go into another serious easing cycle, then – and we're going to get higher volatility, then sure, go long gold. And if you don't think we're going to go into a real easing cycle or some sort of crater, then it's hard to make an argument for gold. But it does seem like it's that simple. It's a, an expressed view on – one yeah. scenario or the other. 
Joe Weisenthal, thank you so much. Thank Bloomberg you. Market, stopping by today. Look for him on what? Uh, four four p.m. is the 4 exact PM, moment. Wall Street time. Three fifty nine thirty Wall yes, Street time. Exactly. He will darken the door of Bloomberg Television. Thank you. Uh, as well, uh, green on the screen, and it's sort of a massively indeterminate market. Weisenthal working six hours today, um, up fifty five. The VIX twenty point seven one, and it's just sort of like Mike. It's just it's just sort of there. Yeah. Right? Uh, yeah, but just sort of their day, I think uh, people might be w- ready for that. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, there's a, a nice tone to it. Uh, we did note Restoration Hardware, David Wilson, with an important uh, comment on Restoration Hardware, um, uh, uh, really having a tough time of it. Let me – RH is the symbol. Uh, I got a five-day chart up. Yeah, we're 52-ish, and right now we're enjoying 39-ish. Can we use plunge for that? <laughs> no. Not going to do it. I, 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 I think it's sort of a – we'll have to look. That's a that's a big drop. We'll have to look at that. All right. Restoration hardware. We'll look at that soon. It is uh, a Bloomberg Surveillance brought to you by Volvo Cars White Plains. Visit VolvoCarsWhitePlains.com. Here is John Tucker with the latest news headlines. And Michael and Tom Houston will be the site of tonight's Republican presidential debate with Donald Trump rivals uh, getting one more chance to try to derail the GOP frontrunner before Super Tuesday. There is a state of emergency in Virginia. That's where four people were killed after tornadoes damaged homes, left thousands without power across the state. World Health Organization says women breastfeeding their babies in countries hit by the Zika virus should continue to do so. And uh, look out, Hollywood, February. China broke the global box office record for a single week, $557 million in ticket sales. These are all local films. The uh, the big draw there, Mermaid, a quirky comedy from director Stephen Chow about a mermaid who falls in love with a real estate tycoon she sent to assassinate the highest-grossing film of all time in China. Another one I'm not going to see. Global News, 24 hours a day, powered by our 2,400 journalists in more than 150 news bureaus around the world. I'm John Tucker. Tom. Was that for your Oscar consideration? Uh, this is not among the films being considered <laughs> for the Oscars. Sunday, the Oscars. Your pick? Oh, are they? Uh, I didn't know reverent, I would say. I, I just am uh, a full disclosure for I'm not on top of the story. Yeah, you know, I... I I, I gotta catch up fast. We're, all, we're all big comment. short fans here. They may not win. Yeah, big we, short. We've got a dog in the fight. We do have a dog in the fight. Uh, green and red on the screen. NASDAQ 100 down for actually the Dow up 43 uh, points. Continue with us, please. Michael McKee and Tom Keen. Bloomberg Surveillance. Bloomberg Surveillance brought to you by New York Community Bank and New York Commercial Bank. The NYCB family of banks. Bank with confidence anywhere you see the NYCB logo throughout the New York Metro. Visit NYCBFamily.com.